0: back to another episode of jake's takes my name is jake and thanks for tuning into this week's episode of the podcast and on this week's episode we're going to be looking at some of the potential players that could get traded and if they will or if they won't so these are some of the names that could um, be um, on the market there are rumors of these players uh, potentially getting traded or not being happy with their situations and so we're going to look at some of these uh, and we're going to go from there. So first is probably one of the hottest names on the market, Ben Simmons, who we don't really know what his situation is. He's 24. He averaged 14-7 seven, and 7 assists. Uh, someone who really just hasn't fit well with Embiid. I mean, they've had him for um, 20, uh, since 2016, and you know he's not really been the best complementary piece to Embiid. And you've kind of had to go through some changes, whether it be getting wings and guards and centers and forwards and just kind of your whole roster's had, you know, a lot of changes except for Simmons and Embiid. And I just don't see, at this point, Ben Simmons working out. And also, Tobias Harris is about as good of a power forward as you can get uh, at his uh, position. He is a little overpaid, I'll give him that. But he's very good, Nineteen six. And almost four assists. I'm um, not complaining, but Ben Simmons, I think he's gonna get traded because, you know, it's about time, right? You have this team here, and it's time for, it's time for these guys to, you know, get better. And I just think Ben Simmons is uh, out the door. I I don't really, I don't think he's sticking around, um, uh, at all. Next is uh, Marcus Smart. Now Marcus Smart has a one year contract in. I don't know if um, teams have interest in him, but they should because he's a defensive-minded point guard slash shooting guard who can pretty much do anything, and you could put him on anyone and guard uh, and defend very well. I don't think he's getting traded. I just don't see it. I think because Kemba's gone, they do need him as the starting point guard, at least until they can get a replacement. I don't know if they'll extend his contract, give him a new one, or if they'll just let the one-year ride. But I just personally see him sticking around. Uh, I just don't really have a reason why they would get rid of him at all. And I just think that's where they go. Um, They are going to get rid of Tristan Thompson. And that's probably my uh, belief. But uh, in terms of smart, he's sticking around. Then we have the Washington Wizards. who Washington has two names on my list. Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal. Now, both of these guys are not going to get traded. But if Bradley Beal ever got traded, Russell Westbrook would be right behind him. So I would say that these guys are in conjunction. If one gets traded, they both get traded. If one does not, they both don't. And since Bradley Beal has countless uh, times been in the news for trade rumors, uh, and countless times he's just not even been on the market, and Washington has said he's not on the market, they're going to try it again with Westbrook and Bradley Beal, and they've, Probably had their best season so far in the last like five years, um, and I don't see them really moving on from these guys at the moment. Next up, we have a pair of centers Devontis Sabonis and Miles Turner. So, for Miles Turner, I think he's gone. I think this Sabonis Turner pairing does not work at all. He's more of a traditional center who's been kind of stuck in that power forward role for whatever reason, and um, Turner just doesn't fit this team. I think he would be better suited somewhere where he would fit. I don't think they're going to get rid of Sabonis. He's an all-star. He's got a great contract, 20 points, 12 rebounds, 7 assists. I just see Turner as the oddball. He's going to get moved, and I think um, we're going to see Sabonis stick around. So, in my opinion, that's where I see it. Next is Kyle Lowry and Pascal Siakam. Now Kyle Lowry is a free agent, so this would be a sign and trade. But I think he's going somewhere else. I think his time is up. I think he's gonna sign somewhere else or sign and trade somewhere else. Siakam though I think is sticking around. I don't see how they would get rid of him unless like they felt like you know, they wanted to rebuild. And they could go with the rebuilding route, but it's just eh, I don't think that's gonna happen. They're probably keeping Siakam keeping him around long term. Next is two players in Cleveland, Kevin Love and Colin Sexton. So I believe that there are a lot of teams out there that could trade for Colin Sexton and would have to take Kevin Love on as a consolation prize. For example, Oklahoma City, if they went after Kevin Love and Colin Sexton, um, you know they'd probably have to have Kevin Love in this deal uh, for Cleveland to even consider it. I'm going to say Sexton probably doesn't get traded um i think while he had his best season they're still going to keep him around um and maybe he doesn't fit as well as uh they would have liked but for now this is where they stay kevin loves basically untradeable at this point uh unless something else uh comes up next we have detroit pistons jeremy grant uh i don't think he's gonna get traded i don't see it uh he doesn't seem like he's on the market and Despite the fact that they got the number one overall pick, it just doesn't seem like um, he's gone. Next is a surprise, and I don't even know why he's on this list, but there were rumors that potentially Donovan Mitchell could want out of uh, Utah. That's not even a question uh, that has probably crossed the minds of the Utah Jazz organization. They're not getting rid of him. He's sticking around uh, end of story. So I don't see any of that taking place. Uh, It's just not... Uh, no way. Then we have the uh, Dallas Mavericks uh, with two players, Luca and Porzingis. So uh, there were rumors that Luca might be unhappy. Porzingis is unhappy. I don't think Luca is ever going to get traded from Dallas, and the only way Luca leaves is if he leaves in free agency. Um, Porzingis, though, eh, if they can get a good deal, I wouldn't be surprised if he's gone. Because if there's issues with Luca and Porzingis, they could easily move on from him but most likely i'm gonna have to pass on uh, a trade for uh, Luca, and i just i'd say porzingis is about 50 50 more leaning towards probably not moving on to the portland trailblazers who have two names on my list damian lillard and cj mccullum now dame is officially uh, off the market despite rumors Unless Damian Lillard says specifically, I want out, get me out of here. I think he has no leverage and they're not getting rid of him. He's an all-star Hall of Famer. No way. CJ, though, he could get moved. And I'm saying yes to CJ McCollum getting moved because first and foremost, you have Norm Powell, who is a very good shooting guard. Um, He's actually a year younger. He averaged 18 points, which is slightly less than CJ. But if he gets more minutes i think cj is just in my opinion an overpaid um norm powell uh if norm gets more minutes then he could easily be um a much better uh or could be close to what cj is and they have other needs so cj is getting traded um dame is sticking around uh unless he says yeah I'm, i'm done which i don't think that'll actually happen who knows next up is jonas valanciunas now I think there's a lot of disrespect on the name of Valentunas. Like, he's one of those guys, when you look at trades, like they always undervalue him. He's averaging 17 points and 12 and a half rebounds this season. I don't know how that's like, oh, we're gonna undervalue him. He's not worth as much. He's very, very good. He's not getting traded. Yes, you look at their team. They got Dylan Brooks, who's 25, John Morant, who's 21. Jaron Jackson, who's 21. Deontay Melton, who's 23. Brandon Clark, who's 24. Desmond Bain, who's 23. These are young guys, but he's 29, and I think unless a real offer comes, he's sticking around. Next is James Weissman and Andrew Wiggins. Now, a lot of people like to throw deals around where Andrew Wiggins gets traded for some superstar and James Weissman's involved in some draft picks and whatever. Neither of these guys are getting traded. My best trade guess would be sign and trade Kelly Oubre. But really, my best guess is Draymond Green is off the bench. They have Steph, Clay, Andrew Wiggins, James Weissman. And they got two draft picks. So one of those is probably going to be either a small forward who will play the power forward or a power forward who plays uh power forward center combo. You also have uh, Eric Pascal, who was a pretty solid player last year off the bench as well. Maybe something goes uh, his direction. Maybe he gets more minutes, whatever. But yeah, they're not getting rid of uh, any of their pieces in Golden State. My guess is that they're going to just draft players and hope it works. Spurs. We have DeJounte Murray, who is a uh, who is um, part of this team. We also have DeMar DeRozan, who's a free agent, sign-and-trade potential. Um, DeMar DeRozan's gone. I don't see him sticking around. He's probably going to go somewhere uh, where there's a contender. Miami, Toronto, New York Knicks. Um, I don't know. Uh, but he's not sticking around. Jante Murray, they're not getting rid of him. He's 24. I'd be surprised if they got rid of him. He's he's sticking around. Next is two players in New Orleans. Uh, we have Brandon Ingram and Lonzo Ball. signing trade for Lonzo Ball. Um, both those guys are sticking around. Someone's going to sign Lonzo in free agency. If it's not the Pelicans, maybe Chicago. Um. But uh, I don't think uh, either of these guys would get either signed and traded or just traded. Um, so uh, most likely, those guys are sticking around. Uh, but if Lonzo leaves, it's in free agency. Next, we have a trifecta of players in Sacramento. Buddy Heald, Harrison Barnes, Marvin Bagley. Now, Marvin Bagley, they could take a flyer on him. He averaged 14-7, and seven, but probably not uh he just doesn't seem like uh he's got a big market harrison barnes could be a good piece and so i'd probably say he gets traded buddy he healed he could also get traded but most likely no one really wants him at this point so i'd say harrison barnes of the group is out the door the rest are sticking around um yeah sacramento is not a good team at all they're just they're just crap Timberwolves, Carl um, Anthony Towns, Angela Russell, both sticking around. Those guys are friends. Timberwolves are going to hopefully keep rebuilding and retooling and whatnot. I don't think that anything will take place where um, they get moved. I just don't see it happening. Moving to the Oklahoma City Thunder, Campbell Walker. There's already rumors out there that he's been traded once to OKC and now potentially going to get traded again in the not-so-distant future. So, I don't really think um, that this is uh, a question. He's going to get traded again. He's uh, 19 points, 4 rebounds, 5 assists a game. He was hurt before. When he wasn't hurt, he was an all-star. So, some teams going to take a flyer on him. My question is, why did the Celtics do this? Um, if another offer could have potentially came up, maybe they don't want to trade with the Celtics. Maybe teams out there aren't so uh, keen on trading with the Boston Celtics and maybe they are with OKC but Kemba's get moved no ifs ands or buts it's going to happen eventually then we have Houston is our final team which we have the Rockets John Wall and Christian Wood now Christian Wood's part of their core I'm guessing Evan um, Mobley is the center and he's going to be the draft choice for them Christian Wood Evan Mobley pretty solid pairing John Wall, I think, could have value. I wouldn't be surprised if like, the Knicks or uh, Miami gets involved and they're giving up just kind of filler and maybe some second-round picks to sweeten the pot. But I'd say he's um, probably not going to get traded. He just makes way too much money for most teams to take on. And, um, yeah, I uh, just think, um, yeah, that's not going to happen. Now... I'd like to switch gears a little bit to the Phoenix Suns who have made it to the NBA Finals first um, time since the 90s where they lost to Jordan's Bulls. So um, they have Chris Paul, they have Devin Booker, they have DeAndre Ayton, they have a good core, they have a good bench. In the NBA, superstars are great, but having a good bench is even better. We've seen this with this series. Why are they so good? Because they have a great bench. Why did Brooklyn not do so good? Because their bench isn't that good. Teams who have a good bench, they do well. You know, Atlanta has a lot of pieces. They don't have any superstars outside of Trey Young. But they got a very, very good bench, a very, very deep bench. They got pieces who can come in and play minutes and, you know, do well. Look at their team. Trey Young, Kevin Herter, Bogdanovich, Golinari, Cam Reddish, DeAndre Hunter, John Collins, uh, Clint Capella. Like, they got, like a lot of good players and in today's nba you need that phoenix suns have that they have uh you know chris paul and cameron payne stepped up and they have devin booker and they have uh bridges and then they have cam johnson and they have um uh, jay crowder and sarich and deandre ayton they got a lot of players man uh who all can get you minutes like there are teams out there who have Usually, you know, like seven guys, and then they kind of have, like, for the rest kind of fillers. Like, okay, our center needs a break, so you're coming in, but you're not really that good. You know, the Phoenix Suns, they have a ton of good players. And I got to say, Chris Paul, congratulations. um, First time making it to this uh, point. And after being in New Orleans and not having a ton of success, going to Lob City and Los Angeles, not having too much success in the playoffs... Going around the block to uh, Houston. Phoenix uh, is um, here. Uh, OKC was just uh, the pit stop before it. But he's got himself a chance at winning his first uh, ring. And I've been seeing a lot of stuff online about people saying Chris Paul's a top five point guard. And not uh, not right now, my friend. Top five point guards, in my opinion. Uh, Magic Johnson and then John Stockton, and then uh, Oscar Robinson, and then um, Steph Curry, and then I'd probably say Isaiah Thomas. Uh, You could make the argument that Chris Paul could be up there, or Steve Nash, or whatever. Uh, I gotta go with Isaiah Thomas. But Chris Paul, it doesn't get him up both. You know, Isaiah Thomas and some of these other point guards because they all have different things that make them so good. Um, And I just got to say, you know, this doesn't change anything on that front, but he's a very, very good point guard and has a lot of success. And, you know, they've been just doing what they need to do and they've been, you know, winning series. And they beat the Clippers in, I believe it was six games. And if the Clippers had somehow come back and won this series, there would have been something else going on in the NBA. Because there was no business having Kawhi Leonard injured and your team winning this series. If the Clippers won this series, there'd be something going on. Fishy. uh, Because it's just not going to happen. I do have to say they did play a lot better this year than they did in in the bubble. But uh, the Clippers didn't uh, win, and that's how it should be. Now... Phoenix has uh, a chance at a first-ever title. Um, as I said before, their last uh, chance at it was back in the 90s. i pretty sure it was uh, 92 or 93 with um, MJ's Bulls getting the victory. Charles Barkley was there um, on Phoenix. But uh, MJ's Bulls with Scottie got the, the job done uh, over uh, Phoenix. And uh, their team uh, has been waiting They've had a lot of great players: Amari uh, Stoudemire, Steve Nash. Uh, they've had Sean Marion, Shaquille O'Neal, uh, Kevin Anderson, um, and uh, you know obviously Charles Barkley, uh, Jeff Hornacek, and now Chris Paul, DeAndre Ayton, and Devin Booker. Devin Booker looks like an all-star and a legitimate stud, and DeAndre Ayton actually puts up numbers as well. A lot of people overlook on uh, DeAndre Ayton because Trey Young and Luca both came out of that draft class. But DeAndre Ayton's known as Sloucha. He's, he's very good. I'm a DeAndre Ayton fan. He's someone who's like a big workhorse. Like, someone who's going to have a great career. And, yeah, he's going to be like a good, good, solid player. Like, I could see DeAndre Ayton being like a Jonas Valanciunas. Where he's like very dominant and like very successful. But you just don't realize it because he's, for years, hasn't been on a good team. Um, and, you know was has been in Memphis with no success. DeAndre Ayton's coming up, and when he was coming up, there was uh, lottery picks. Now they're looking a lot better. But I could see him being a better version of, like, a Balanchunas. Um, you know, he's just that good. And I think, you know, Chris Paul effect, you know, it's in place, right? Um, the theory of Chris Paul being better everywhere he goes, uh, making the team better. You know, this team, Phoenix, wasn't even going to make the playoffs last year. They were kind of bubbling around, and who knows where they would have been this year, but they probably, without Chris Paul, wouldn't be in the finals. And again, I don't know if they're going to win. Giannis and Milwaukee is a pretty good opponent, or Atlanta, whatever, whoever wins. But I got to say, man, Phoenix, they've been doing it right, and it's pretty solid. Um, and I congratulate the Phoenix Suns. They've had a lot of success this season. And I'd, be say, I'd say I'm putting my... Uh, my hat uh, on the Phoenix Suns' um, sideline. I am rooting for Phoenix in this one. Obviously, the Celtics aren't in it, so can't root for them. But Phoenix out of this group, whether it's Phoenix against Milwaukee or Phoenix against Atlanta, let's go uh, Phoenix Suns. Because Chris Paul deserves this. He's been in the league. He's done it all. He deserves it.